At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Amal, we're set for game five in the NBA Finals tonight. Stanley Cup Finals will start on Wednesday night. A short slate of baseball today, but let's start with game five. We were both on Boston in different forms on Friday night. The halftime bet got there. Yeah, it was a good play. The full the full game did not. Again, the Golden State dominated the third quarter and really the fourth quarter as well to come away with a 10-point victory over the Celtics and send the series back to Northern California, tied two games apiece. 107-97, your final. Steph put this team on his back again, 43-10-4. and four. Here's my question before we even look at tonight's line, I'm all. Steph Curry right now is minus 135 to be the finals MVP. Is he winning it whether the Golden State Warriors win or lose? Absolutely. And you know, it's funny. I did a show with Dave Ross on Saturday. He was saying, well, LeBron didn't win 2016 or whatever year it was, 15. And I went through the numbers. Steph's numbers are so much better. LeBron shot 39%. They never seem to mention that. Steph is shooting nearly 50%. I'm sorry, he's 50% from the floor, nearly 50% from the three-point line. Mike, he's 25 for 51 from deep, 18 for 21 from the free-throw line. This guy has done it all. He has been the sole catalyst that's put this team in this position. And by the way, I don't know if you want to give a finals MVP to Mr. 34%, Mr. St. Louis, Missouri. I don't think you can. Jason Tatum. There's there's just no other viable alternative, whatever the result of the series is. I I don't think. I agree with you. I'll tell you what I'm most looking forward to in this series is game eight. Can't wait. <laughs> game five tonight. Uh, we see basically both these teams are four-point home favorites. I mean, it hasn't varied too yeah, much off not. of that. 
and, and that's the case tonight in Northern California. Um, do, you, do you like a side here tonight? Do you have a thought on the series? I really don't. I, I'm done betting the series probably unless I take a little Curry minus $1.35 for MVP or unless I see an in-game opportunity where one team's down, I get a big plus price. Yeah, it's interesting. Are they going to sit there and just stick with someone for the MVP from Boston if they win at all? I think Steph at minus 135, if you like Golden State, and it's better than the series price, if I'm not mistaken. It's about and, the same right now. Okay, and then uh, also, I think there's a strong possibility he could win it. Remember, Jerry West won the finals MVP. I think it was in 69 from the losing side. We haven't anybody since then, but... Uh, the way he's played, and I think Golden State, their supporting cast could really show out in a game like this at home. Jordan Poole and company uh, really need to make a difference. Draymond Green, maybe he can get off that triple single at some point in time. Three and a half the line right now at DraftKings total. Two ten and a half. It's ticked down from where it's been the first few games of the series. Your alternative in that MVP market is Jason Tatum. Uh, should the Celtics win at plus 170? But I think there's a bigger chance of Steph not winning it if Jalen Brown shows out in the last three games and the Celtics win. I would agree with you. First of all, if Boston wins and they're going to have an, let's say the MVP is coming from the Seas, mm-hmm. it's going to be Jalen Brown. I don't understand how you could give Jason Tatum the award. This guy has been absolutely horrific. You know, I, it almost feels like some narrative that they're trying to push that Jason Tatum is going to be the MVP. Jalen Brown has been terrific compared to Jason Tatum. Right now, Jalen Brown's six to one. Yeah. You could bet both Steph and Jalen Brown right now. Steph at a yeah, minus $1.35 and a little shot on Jalen Brown at plus $6. You know, if Tatum has three spectacular games and we go through seven and he has a clutch gonna have, shot. They're going to have to shoot a high percentage in these last three games. Well, they've done a great job defensively in, in terms of what they've been able to do against him. Right now, just to give you a, a couple of, uh, of series correct stores, Warriors in seven is plus $1.85. Celtics in seven is plus three thirty. That's the longest shot on the board. Celtics... In six plus two ninety, Warriors in six plus three twenty for the exact game prices. You know, Mike, there was an interesting one. Where, here it is. Uh, we've got. I think we've got the graphic. Um, Warriors minus a game and a half is plus three twenty. Yeah. But uh, now they adjusted it because it was before yeah. there was a different price between it's six the games. Same thing. Yes, games. exactly. Uh, so they pulled down that points prop. Obviously, it's it's beyond. It went from two fifty to five dollars exactly, to two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the board now. But how about series rebound leader? That's a market as well. Kevin Looney and Andrew Wiggins both have 34 right now. Looney is minus 130. Wiggins plus 380. Robert Williams has 30 rebounds. He's plus $6. Al Horford has 28 rebounds, six behind the leaders. He's plus $8. Draymond with 29 is 12 to 1. And Jason Tatum with 28 uh, as well as 18 to 1. You know, I like Andrew Wiggins at the price. Um, Robert Williams, if he were completely healthy, I would have taken him. The uh, it's Looney and Wiggins are both tied at 34 apiece. Williams right at now. 30 uh-huh. and Horford 28 and Draymond and uh, 29 and Tatum at 28. But the reason why I like Wiggins is I feel like he's going to play more than Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney could potentially get into foul trouble. He's a guy that you may not utilize in certain situations. So I think Andrew Wiggins could be a guy to be able to take in those situations. Yeah. All right. Let's switch our focus to the Stanley Cup Finals, which will be again Wednesday in Denver. I don't think you and I. We're surprised at all at how that game went in Tampa Bay on Saturday night. Rangers again struggled in the five-on-five. They did get a goal late to tie it, and then 23... Power play goal. A power play goal late to tie it, and then 23 seconds later, the Lightning answer and win 2-1 to to win that series. Rangers dominant the first two games in New York, and then the Lightning win the next four. Seems unbelievable. I mean, you know, they're chasing down now the 96-98 the to 98 Bulls, right? Last team in North American sports to have... Or, I'm sorry, the Yankees... Uh, had a three P ninety eight ninety eight through two thousand. 
Goulet's back there, our boss. I didn't want him to be up in arms, you know, if I'd include the New York Yankees because they haven't been relevant since, I don't know, 09. <laughs> but, um, you know, you look at this. This is unbelievable. How about Pat Maroon? He has now won 15 consecutive series. He won the Cup with the St. Louis yep. Blues. Wins 11 straight so far with right. the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. This is going to be an interesting series. And I got to tell you, Mike, I think it's going to be very competitive. In game one, I think there's a couple of factors you have to pay attention to. In the first period, I would actually look to bet Tampa. I think they have an opportunity uh, with Denver, excuse me, Colorado being off for so long. But the concern you have at the Pepsi Center, or is it the Ball Center, whatever it is now, um, that fatigue in terms of Tampa could be an issue with the altitude and skating later in the third period. That definitely becomes a factor in that thin air at altitude there. I agree with you. Uh, you think, do you think the rust, the 11 days off, will be a factor for Colorado beyond the first period of the first game? First period, maybe period and a half. After that, no concerns whatsoever. They'll get back to what they do. They'll be just fine. Immense amount of talent. By the way, I was a little bit offended by... Uh, Wayne Gretzky's statement saying Kale McCarr is the best defenseman since Bobby Orr. So a guy from the Denver Post tweeted it out, and mm. I, I said, I guess Nicholas, Nicholas Lidstrom never yeah. lived. No, didn't exist. No, only won the Norris Trophy seven times. The look ahead to the series price, Amal, um, was generally around 190, 195 in most places. Now as it settles in and we have the exact matchup, Avalanche, $1.75 favorite, $1.70 in some places. Take back $1.50 or $1.55 on the Lightning. Avalanche, minus a game and a half. So to win in six or fewer, plus 110. Avalanche, minus two and a half. To win in five or fewer, plus 220. Reverse it now. Lightning, to win in six or fewer, plus 270. Or Lightning, to win in five or fewer, plus $6. What's your series outlook here? Uh, I'm going to stay with Tampa, but I'm not quite as confident only because I think Colorado is so dangerous. Now, they haven't faced anybody out west that had the defensive prowess that we're seeing out of Tampa. Uh, I want to go back real quick to the Conn Smythe uh, uh, MVP award in terms mm -hmm. of the odds. I, I still don't understand how the hell Andre Vasilevsky is 4-1. to one. Andre wow. Vasilevsky's odds should be plus 150 if you like the Lightning. And wow. I, I, I discussed this yesterday with a couple people. They're just begging you to t lay one seventy and take four dollars. That's exactly what I said. Take <laughs> yeah. the one seventy five bet bet three fifty. Taking eleven dollars. I, I said that a few days ago. This was just a repeat and then of last $6. year. Six dollars. I don't understand. Vasilevsky mm -hmm. held the Florida Panthers to three goals in four games. Yep. By the way, a real terrible statistic that I think is not getting talked about enough. He was very poor in that performance in Game Six, Mike. He let up one goal. His goals against and closeout games now has gone from point. One four to point two five. So, Very disappointing. So before that goal, yes, he had stopped two hundred and twenty-seven of two hundred and twenty-eight shots in closeout games. Insane. Now, now it's whatever it is two thirty-two out of two thirty-four, whatever it ended up with, though ninety-nine percent, ninety-nine point five percent. Now down to ninety-nine percent. Yeah, the goals yeah. against very disappointing. Point two five. This you, you mentioned it last year. He he was plus four twenty four. What did you get him at in the in the last you, year? You did make a constant yeah, bet on him. Yeah, it was year. like eight or nine to one. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But Braden Point was really short in the market. I thought Braden Point had a great series games in the first mm -hmm. two rounds. You got to make your money the way Vasilevsky has. Does anybody remember how Vasilevsky played against Toronto? That's a that's a foregone conclusion. We're looking at what he did against the Panthers and the Rangers. I don't know. They played that badly. He didn't. All I'm saying is there were goals scored when you look at what he was able to do against Florida and look at what he did in these last couple of games against the Rangers. Yeah, a handful of goals.
Uh, and only one five-on-five five goal in the last four games, right? Against, oh, against... Yeah, the Rangers had had a five-on-five five goal since the second, since game two. Yeah, pretty impressive there. Um, series top goal scorer. Take a look at that market in, in concluding here. Um, still, both Lightning uh, uh, are the favorites at plus five fifty. Rantanen and McKinnon, Nikita Kucherov at seven to one, and Stamkos at seven fifty. Then you go to Landeskog at eight to one, Braden Point nine to one, Valerie Nikushkin and uh, Nazim Kadri both fifteen to one. Um, this is a tough one to call, but I think you can get some value on. Look, Stamkos, he was directly responsible for all three goals on Saturday night, right? <laughs> the gets penalty, the, yeah, get the penalty, <laughs> and then the two goals in that one. Tremendous job there. But I think Landeskog is the guy. Um, uh, I'm surprised Ranton is level with uh, McKinnon in this one, but. Um, I thought Kadri's going to be out. I could be mistaken on that, but um, you've got to double-check that. To me, though, I think you take a look at somebody outside the norm here. I, th- I think you have a possibility of making some money on that. I, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting they put both uh, Avalanche first and second. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Mall. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. When we come back, we will continue our preview of ESPN's College Football Top 25 wins, losses, and conference odds. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21+. plus. We currently use tobacco or nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. And Amal, let's turn our attention back to this ESPN Top 25 rankings in college football. We concluded at number 15 with Pitt uh, on Friday. So let's pick up the chase here at number 16. (laughs) And we go back to the Pac-12. I'm sure we'll get a lot of hate mail for discussing any Pac-12 teams. (laughs) But the Oregon Ducks come in ranked 16th in the ESPN poll. Amal, they're over under season win total is eight and a half. This one juiced to the under minus one twenty five. You can get plus one hundred five nine or more wins, and they are plus two eighty to win the Pac twelve. Yeah, this is interesting because you look at Bo Nix transfers in. I think he gives them a dynamic option at the quarterback position. They do lose Travis Dye, who transfers down to USC at the tailback position. Remember, Dan Lanning takes over now. The Georgia defensive coordinator, he will be the new head coach at Oregon. I think that makes a huge difference because the one thing is they've recruited fairly well from a defensive standpoint. Uh, but how effective are they on defense? Could potentially see Sean Dollars at the running back position for Oregon. This team has a chance to be pretty good. They play Georgia uh, early in the season, Mike, so it's something to pay attention to see how well they perform against the Dogs. Um, that game is at Mercedes-Benz in Atlanta. Who the hell is the AD at Oregon that you're agreeing to this game? And why do they always play these games in Atlanta or Dallas? <laughs> because the SEC doesn't know that there's actually planes that fly outside of the uh, now, eastern and mountain t- uh, central time zone. Now, Eddie O did come out and play at the Rose Bowl last year. Who did? LSU's the Hold only on. team that travels. Uh, no, Georgia does too. Georgia went and played at Arizona State a few years ago. Georgia, Georgia would travel. Well, LSU would travel. No threat of losing. Arizona State was better than they've been the shamble under Herm Edwards. They haven't been good since Jake the Snake. I'm all ninety six. I remember yeah. the fake. I was oh, quick story. I'm walking out of the Rose Bowl. One of the few games I went to. Dreary, dream, miserable day. Dick Vermeil had one of the great lines of all time in that game. He goes, "The refs should donate their checks to charity." I voted one of the best Rose Bowls of all time. It was horrific. It was a terrible game. Beautiful finish. It was a good finish. You had the two-headed monster, Joe, <laughs> Joe Germain and Stanley Jackson. But I remember somebody walking out goes, well, if we can't win the national championship, I don't want them to. I'm like, you guys have never even been relevant in your football history. Shut up. <laughs> um, the departure of Cristobal. Yes. What effect does that have on you handicapping Oregon in the short term? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I, it's either a level or an improvement in terms of in-game adjustments and coaching for Oregon. I think it's going to be a vast improvement. Mario Cristobal, a very likable guy. 
But you're not bringing in that guy in to be your no. ex's nose guy. You're bringing him to recruit. I was thinking Kyle Whittingham would be looking for a job in the ACC once Cristobal went, <laughs> went to Miami. <laughs> I, I tell you what, Kyle hit Whittingham with one of the best play calls early in that Pac-12 championship game. He said, listen, you're not stopping no. us. We're running the Run ball right, right down, down your throat. throat. <laughs> exactly. All right, from Oregon, we go to number 17, Wake Forest. Yeah. The overachievers from last year in the ACC started out 9-0 and and then lost that non-conference game against Carolina in that weird scheduling bit. Uh, eight and a half again for them. Very similar numbers. Under minus 130, over plus 110. Amal, they are 18-1 to to win the ACC. I, I think this team's got a chance. you got a lot of key guys back still. I think they're going to be very effective. Um, you know, to me... Uh, you got Sam Hartman back under center, which is huge. I like this kid a lot. Very accurate. You know, one thing I don't like in college football, people don't give players like Sam Hartman enough credit because he's a good college player. He may not be an NFL player. Mm. Throws the ball with accuracy, good mobility, makes right decisions, puts this team in winning positions. I think they've got a chance to be really effective. If Clemson struggles offensively with Uwe Ungolale or Cade Klubnik under center, I think Wake Forest is a team you keep an eye out for to potentially win this league. I think Pittsburgh is going to take a step back. Uh, I don't believe Miami's going to be there, even though I like Van Dyke at the quarterback position. I think he's the best quarterback in the ACC. Go to number 18, the Baylor Bears. Yeah. Uh, they are over under win total seven and a half, juice to the over, minus 130. And they are six to one to win the Big 12. I don't like them to win the Big 12 this year. Um, I think when you look at them, they're a very good team. But overall, I, I think even though Blake Shapin's back under center, uh, he will be the starter there. This team could be effective. I, I still think the road to the Big 12 title game and winning it goes through Norman. BYU is 19th. Their win total, 8.5, juice to the under, minus 135. Not in a conference yet. Uh, 150 to 1 to win the national title. They're not winning the national title this year, and they will be in the, um, in the Big 12 mm -hmm. next year. It's going to be a very competitive league. should be a lot of fun. It's going to be interesting. Jaron Hall is probably going to be the starter there for this Cougars team. I want to see how Kalani Sataki te uh, team responds. You lose Tyler Algiers, who I thought was a terrific underrated running back. Really liked what he could do for you in the open field. This team's got an interesting schedule. They got Baylor the second weekend of the season in Provo. Uh, they're at Eugene. You look at the schedule. They have Notre Dame at home. Uh, you know, they're looking at potentially a three and three record in the first six weeks of the season. They got the Razorbacks as well. Wow. They could be three and four. This is not an easy schedule. Uh, good news is they got Dixie State on November 19th. I'm not going to criticize them, though, because they, they're not in the league, so you got to schedule who you can get. How will Liberty be this year? They're at Liberty. I think they take a step back. The, you know, you lose Malik yeah. Willis. Mm -hmm. uh, this team is solid, but they weren't really as good last year as well either. Okay, let's go down now. You just mentioned them. They're on the BYU schedule. The Hogs, the Arkansas Razorbacks. You like the program's direction. Had a great bowl game uh, win over Penn State. Our Stormy was there. Calling that game on the sideline. Seven and a half the win total. Heavily juiced to the under, minus one forty five. They are in the SEC West. Sixty to one to win the SEC, hundred and one to win the national title. Four returning starters in the offensive line for the Hogs to protect KJ Jefferson. Good mobility, good size. You do lose Traylon Burks on the outside, but I like this team and what they could do. Sam Pittman defensively. I would put, make the argument he's as good as anybody in the SEC from a defensive standpoint. I think his team will be ready to go. They're recruiting at a much better level. This team is going to be very competitive. I think they're going to be a dangerous out, and it's not a team anybody wants to play. We remember that game against Ole Miss last year down in Oxford. How about Tremendous the opener? Game. Good opener here with Cincinnati. It is, and I think this is a game they're going to be able to win because um, you look at Cincinnati, they've lost a lot of talent. Look, now, um, who's the head coach at Cincinnati? Fickle. Uh, Fickle. He's done a nice job in terms of the players he's brought in, but I think the Razorbacks right now have taken a step and really just gone above that. 
this is going to be a uh, game that I think for Arkansas, they should be able to get. They got they got an interesting schedule. They they open against the Gamecocks in conference play a week later, and then they go down to College Station, and then they got Bama in back-to-back weeks. I think they can win the game in College Station. I know a lot of people won't give them a chance. I think they got a legitimate shot. They'll be a double-digit dog, won't they? They will but that's be. A, that's a... That's a uh, they play that at Jerry, Jerry World. World. Yeah, right, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's mm-hmm. a Jerry World. They've, they've done well they against them. They have done them. well in this. Yeah, so they've they won't been able be that to big score of a dog. on A&M. Yeah, this will be a much smaller line. I was thinking it was in College Station, but this one will be in Dallas. So that makes a huge difference in terms of how you look and at that And they split matchup. the tickets. Yep. Um, don't you think this the quarterback has to take a big step forward this year? Well, look, he's mobile. He's tough to bring down. He's got great size. Sometimes touch. the accuracy. Yeah, touch. touch. That's the problem with, with K.J. Jefferson yeah. a little bit. But I tell you, Mike, you get him around the goal line. He is a big man. He's tough to bring down. I think it'll be a real challenge. Um, if they can find somebody to step up beyond Burks, I think this team is going to be really good overall. How far are they, though, from the big boys in the SEC, from Alabama? I mean, I just can't I can't get that game between the hedges out of my mind. They went in undefeated. They had whipped Texas. They, and they went in. They couldn't get a first down against that Georgia defense. I mean, they went backwards on every possession. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a fair comparison. Right. I, I think they're a long way away. I mean, you know, yeah. when you look at the number of guys, the number of five suits, five stars that Georgia and Alabama and LSU I'll throw into that mix bring in, it's a whole different ballgame. Okay, from Arkansas we stay. We're going to stay in the SEC for a couple more schools. Number 21, Ole Miss, 7.5 win total. This one juiced to the over, minus 130. 50-1 to one to win the SEC, 80-1 to one to win the national title. Yeah, uh, this is going to be an interesting team. You lose Matt Corral under center, but remember, they got the, uh, they got the five-star running back from uh, – TCU transferring in. I'm drawing a blank on his name, and I apologize. But I'll tell you what, this team is going to be interesting, Mike. Uh, they're going to be fun. And Lane, to me, boy, I don't know if he's not 1A, 1B, or 1C. He he is one of the best offensive coordinators uh, in college football. He just knows how to design plays. His teams will be ready to go offensively. You got Jackson Dart, the USC quarterback, under center there. I think Dart's going to be tremendous. If you remember the game against Washington State, we see Jackson Dart come in. He can throw the ball all over the yard, especially in Lane's offense. They're going to be very effective. They won't be able to run Jackson Dart the same way they did um, Matt Corral, but watch out for this team offensively. 22 is Kentucky in the SEC East. Flat eight for the win total. A little bit juiced to the over, minus 115, minus 105 on the uh, under 60 to 1 and 100 to 1 to win the national title. You know, with Kentucky, the one thing I would say is take a look at uh, their schedule in terms of this. They got Will Levis, who's potentially a top 10 pick at the quarterback position. This team's going to be pretty dangerous. Uh, you know, you look at them, it's going to be interesting. They've got 13 starters back in total. Mark Stoops is the most underrated coach in college football, in my opinion. This team is extremely dangerous. They play defense, they're going to ground upon you. Now they finally have a quarterback that can make all the throws. And if they're throwing the ball with accuracy and they've got guys that step up on the outside, Mike, I think this team is going to be far, far more dangerous than you're seeing. And I believe that this is the team, if you want a long shot to win a league just to win a division, they could potentially be dangerous to Georgia. I think Georgia, somebody, a Trip Tepper might have been the one that tweeted at us when I talked yeah, about yeah. If you would you bet Georgia to win just the East? And you said the odds uh, he found were minus 550 on Georgia. I wouldn't take it at that price. I, I'm not saying Kentucky's going to win it, but I would look at the Wildcats before I lay the 550 Ford on Georgia. in the mix at all in the East? They could be. We'll see what happens with the Richardson at quarterback. All right, up next, we'll take a look at the Monday slate in Major League Baseball, including a terrific pitching matchup in the city of brotherly love. Big Sandy against Big Aaron Nola. Thank you. 
This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Stay up to date with all your favorite VSEN shows. Go to the free VSEN podcast, vsen.com slash podcast. You can catch Odds On. You can catch My Guys in the Desert. All of our shows, Gill on a Numbers Game, The Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, all the city cast. There's tons of them. vsen.com slash podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Amal, not a lot of games in the Major League slate yeah. today, but some some good pitching matchups. I got to start in Philadelphia. They finally had their win streak snapped yesterday. The, the D-backs clubbed them. Now they come back today with Aaron Nola, who's taking on who many consider should be the Cy Young favorite right now, Sandy Alcantara and the Marlins. I'm a little bit surprised at the total on this game. Uh, Nola's about a $1.30, $1.35 favorite, but I thought this would be a, a flat seven. Not only is it not seven and a half of them all, it's eight, but they won't come off that three and a half in the first five. I was looking for a four. Your thoughts on the game? First of all, I'm surprised you don't have. How can you not have a four in a game with a total of eight? I mean, that's out of five innings, 56% of the game. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, (laughs) it makes zero sense. Um, I was looking at this under as well. Alcantara has been outstanding. 1.61 ERA. Nola, though, you know, this is a guy that a little bit Jekyll and Hyde, but last start, tremendous against Milwaukee. Eight innings pitch, four hits, no base on ball, six Ks. A little bit of the concern was the previous start at home against San Francisco, six innings, five earned runs there. Um, but I think with this Marlins lineup, Mike, he could have a big strikeout day here. Uh, you know, I like to fade Nola. I had him last mm-hmm. time out against the Brewers because they're a train wreck. Yeah. They're a train wreck right now. They're lucky they're only a half game back of the Cardinals in the Central. I feel like if you're going to get to these two pitchers, it's going to be early. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to wait and to see if there's any runs in the first two innings. If there's not, I'll just lay off the game. Smart but if you play. get two or three runs out of that and then come back with an adjusted total. You know, it's a brilliant point you bring well, up. Well, you do it more than me. I just feel, if you look at Alcantara's, he gets better as the game goes on. His struggles are in the first few innings. You're absolutely right. You know what a perfect example of a baseball game where that occurred was yesterday between the Indians and the A's. Huh. Total was eight and a half. They it's scored got to four. twelve and a half during Did that really? first inning. I I, I was I got attention. it at eleven and a half. I, I just saw they scored four runs in the first inning, mm-hmm. and I was out of town. And I said, "Man, I wish I was here. I would have taken this game under." I'm all. They scored four in the first, and the next four innings took like thirty-five minutes to play. It was there were several innings with less than ten pitches. Yeah, Irvin got into a little bit of a groove, but uh, if they can get the starting pitching to be consistent, this Cleveland team could start to score because Ramirez knocks and runs as good as anybody in the league. And they got some speed when they get them on the base pass. They're aggressive running. Yeah. And they just, you know, the starting pitching. Bieber's got to get back to form. McKenzie's got to be consistent. I tell you, Quantrill gives you a good start every time out. He really does. And if they can get Bieber back into the form that he's been, this team could be really dangerous. All right, the Braves have won 12 in a row. Paulie Howard called it when I was on there with him. Get on the Braves. They got a shot to win the East. They're going to go on a tear. They beat up on the Pirates. But now, um, all they get to go to Washington and take on, uh, you know, a glorified AAA team here. Josiah Gray's been decent. He's been the best pitcher by far uh, for the National. He goes tonight in Ian Anderson for the Braves. Now, this money, my, a lot of money come in on Washington. I found this $1.60 on the overnight down to $1.45 at DraftKings. I saw it in two spots around town. It's $1.40. Total of 10, first five, five and a half. Is this fool's gold only having to lay $1.40 with the Braves tonight? You know, I, I'm. it's a cheap price, but... Really cheap. Even though they've won 11 in a row, you feel like a loss is coming at some point in time. And the one thing I would push back on in terms of the Braves' performance, they've done a tremendous job. But, Mike, 
you know, this has come against all teams with losing records. And they continue on now yeah. getting to go to play Washington. And, and that's it. I, I still think the Mets are going to win this division. I, I, I was impressed with them yesterday against the Angels. I think this team's going to be tough. In this particular spot, if you're going to take the Braves, I would say go run line here. You know, the Mets go out, and they have to go to this West Coast trip, right? Yeah. And they, they play Colorado. Then they had to go to the Dodgers. Then they went to the Padres. Then they went to the Angels. I mean, there's no gimmies in there. No. And they're all on the road, and they played well. With above 500 for the trip, and meanwhile Atlanta's going 11 and 0, Phillies going 9 and 1 in the last 10, and they're losing ground in the standings. Both of these two teams behind them have caught fire. No, you're you're absolutely right. They go two and two against the Dodgers, one and two against the uh, Padres, mm-hmm. and I think two and one against the Angels. Mm-hmm. You got to give this team some credit. And once that schedule gets a little bit easier, you got the Brew Crew coming in who don't hit ball well. I mean that that team. I'll tell you what, Mike. We could see some changes coming there pretty quickly. I think I'm gonna have to bet the Cardinals to win that division to get I, off I that parlay that I had because the other two are winning. I think. The Astros are winning the West. I know that. How about the comeback the Cardinals had on Saturday? Who pitched for Cincinnati? Was that Hunter Green? or I don't remember who pitched. It was Hunter Green. It was, yeah, and uh, I think Wainwright started that game. Yeah, they scored. What were they at? 4 nothing. 4 nothing, and then they scored a two-run two walk-off. 2 homer in the ninth. Yeah, I think Tyler, was it O'Neill or Edmond? I don't remember. But, I mean, I think St. Louis is a complete team and defensively outstanding. Yeah. Um, you concerned at all about the Dodgers? No. You know, it's funny you said that. A friend of mine said that to me because he's got an overbet on the Dodgers. He goes, oh, are we, should we be worried? I said, for what? You just played their, the best rivalry outside of Boston and New York in baseball. And you got a team that had, has Rodon, who's a terrific pitcher. He did a tremendous job. Dodgers had some opportunities in the game, couldn't Saturday, capitalize. Saturday was ridiculous. They left 14 on base. It. Did they really? Bases <laughs> loaded one out. They can't put the ball in play. Mookie Betts swung at two pitches in the dirt with the bases loaded and two outs. Down one. You got to capitalize. I'm just a little concerned about their hitting at key times. All right. Um, but you know why I'm not concerned about the Padres catching them? If they keep sending Snell out there every fifth day. Well, Snell wasn't bad yesterday. He still can't win. He's another guy, like I would say about Nola. If you score two, he gives up three. I don't think he competes. He gets in these innings. He gets his head down. He just starts throwing balls. He's worried about the Rona, dog. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Oh, no. All right. All right. Orioles against the Blue Jays. This number was $275, up to $3. I don't know where you can find it at right now. Bradish against Alec Manoa, who's definitely a Cy Young candidate in the American League. Seven and one for Manoa. Numbers terrific. Th- throws that, uh, throws that, that four seamer 95, 96 miles an hour consistently. Bradish for the Orioles. 280 current price at DraftKings. Minus 140 on the run line here, a total eight and a half of all. I like this game over the total, and you mentioned Manoa on the mound. Mm-hmm. He's been terrific, but I'll tell you something that you have to be concerned a little bit about if you're looking at it from a Manoa standpoint. Is this Baltimore team, and I get it was different pitching against the Orioles, excuse me, against the Royals, but the last two games they put up 16 runs. Uh, Toronto, as you and I talk about, hitter-friendly ballpark, and this Toronto team very capable of putting up five or six runs easily themselves against Bradish. All right, Pirates are at the Cardinals here. So a little bit of relief for the Cardinals. Keller, who pitched well last out uh, against the uh, Detroit Tigers, taking on Thompson for the Cardinals. Cardinals $1.80 favorite tonight. Nine and a half your total. First five is five of them all. I'm a little bit surprised at this number. I thought it would be north of $2. Uh, $1.80 here with Zach Thompson going against um, the Pirates. It's not necessarily because Zach Thompson's done anything that would warrant that. It was just more of the simple fact that I think when you look at Pittsburgh and their inability to score could be a real problem here. Battle of Texas tonight in Dallas between the Astros and the Rangers. Christian Javier on the mound for the Astros. 
Hearn on the mound for the Rangers. Astros, $1.60 road favorite, uh, total 8.5 of them all. Yeah, Hearn up could, to nine at DraftKings. Hearn could be in a little bit of trouble mm-hmm. here. Gets into has a habit of walking guys way too much. Fifty innings pitched, twenty five base on balls um, against a team like this. This lineup so dangerous. Mitch Moss, who hosts Follow the Money on this network, texted me on Saturday and he said he took the Marlins to win the National League at at uh, at a hundred to one. And what did I think of the bet? <sighs> Tough for them to get in in that division is is my thought. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, they got to be in the playoffs to be able to win the NL. I, I think the Padres will be one of the wild cards. Oh, no, the Padres, are, they're, they're, they're 37 and 24. I would have said there. you'd got two out of the West, two out of Central, two out of the East, and you, only one of those teams can get in besides the Mets. But I don't know about the Brewers, if they can even hang on to get in the playoffs right now. Well, look, their pitching is good enough to carry them. They need to get the offense going a little bit. If they can do that, they got a shot. Talking about the Brewers or the Marlins? Uh, apply to both. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But... I don't know. I, I just don't see the Marlins necessarily making the postseason. Mike, you brought up a great point. You got you got too many teams in front of you that you got to climb over. Yeah, uh, that's my point as well. And in your division. Yeah. In your division as well. Let's hit this other game here before we go. Uh, Padres. This was the series they blew their season last year. Uh, when Tangler made that ridiculous pitching move, when he brought Musgrove in on top of Snell in Houston on a Sunday, <laughs> Musgrove was scheduled to start Monday in Chicago. They moved every starter up a day and got swept at Wrigley Field, and the team never recovered. They're going to send you, you, Josh Towers' boy, out there tonight to go up against uh, Steele. Now, Steele's numbers at home are much better than yeah. on the road. He does pitch well at home. You, a dollar thirty road favorite here tonight for the Padres with a total of nine first five of five of them all. Yeah, to your point, you look at his last three starts at home. He goes 17 innings. He's given up just the four earned runs, done a really effective job. And two of those three starts, given up one earned run or less. Um this is not a bad price, though, if you like the Padres. Uh, I would check the wind conditions here at Wrigley. I'm assuming wind is blowing out simply based on the number being nine in this particular game and, and being at night. It's always tough for me. I always start with the premise before I even look at the Padres games of what is the reason to bet it under? Because <laughs> it, I just do. Like yeah. yesterday, you could play the first five under four, and you really didn't have much of a sweat, even though Voight homered there. Um Marquez was terrific for them. Padres come back and tie it, and then the, and then they uh, they rally. Uh, the Colorado rallies to get the win four to two. But nine's a tough number. To your point, Amal, if the wind's not blowing out, if it's even neutral, I think I like the game under a little bit, or at least this first five under five where it takes six. Yeah, it's to a beat big you. number. I, I yeah. agree with you there. All right, when we come back, we'll have the Amal in segment as well as the Palm Readers playbook. That's next. Odds on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The U.S. Open begins Thursday, and Bet Rivers is giving you extra reasons to tune in and play. Just log in each day of the U.S. Open and receive a free profit boost to power up your tournament bet. Every round, a new boost for you to use before the round starts or while the players are on the course. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Make your U.S. Open bets every day and get an extra boost while doing it at BetRivers. Go to the BetRivers app or visit BetRivers.com. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Amal, a couple baseball games we didn't hit yet before we get to our plays. Um, Reds. I thought they played very well in that series. I mean, I, I was impressed with the comeback. After blowing the game on Saturday, yeah. yesterday, tough game. You know, Dakota Hudson, who had that terrific outing against McClanahan and is known for throwing strikes and putting you know, high, high contact rate, just lost it in like the, what was it, the top of the fourth? Hit, he, base hit, walk, 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 hit batter. Yeah. Got the Reds back into the game. Then the Cardinals tied it. Did you see that they played, what was the play, in the top of the sixth, they let off with a double, bunted I, the runner to third? I didn't see it. No, bunted the runner to third with nobody out with a nine hitter and then got the run in. Took the lead and didn't look back there and uh, and won the game yesterday. Anyhow, they played a pretty good series with the D-backs. I mean, the first few games weren't close, and then the D-backs rallied in the third game or the fourth game of last Thursday. Now they go to Arizona to take on the D-backs tonight. Mike Miner, who uh, came over, this I think will be his third start yeah. uh, for the Reds, going against Merrill Kelly for the D-backs. I believe the D-backs are three or four games under five hundred right now. Merrill Kelly's a $1.50 home favorite against the Reds tonight, Amal. Total is 8.5. First five, total four and a half. Yeah, I was looking at this game. Uh, you know, Merrill Kelly's been obviously very effective for the Diamondbacks so far this year, but the one area I have a little bit of concern is that it seems like at times 
of late. He, he struggled a little bit, not going deep in the game, just five innings. Now, in his last start against Cincinnati, he did have a six-inning game, just a one hit. That was at the Great American Small Park. Can he duplicate that feat? That's a big question mark in this one. The walks are a little bit of a concern, Mike. Uh, last three starts, nine walks. I have, I'm not a Mike Minor fan at this point in uh, his career. Mike Minor's not a Mike Minor fan. I might look over here in this spot. Eight, Eight and, and a half? half? Oh, I thought it would have been a nine for sure. Right, in that park that's a good hitter's park yeah. in Arizona? I don't think it's a bad call at it's all. It's over a pass for me. Okay, Twins um, just came off a series at home against Tampa Bay. They go to Seattle to take on the Mariners, where good pitching matchups this weekend with Boston, including that game yesterday. Archer, who had a great start and beat the Yankees, beat Nestor Perez uh, last Monday night, goes up against Chris Flexen for the Mariners. This game was 125 in favor of the Mariners on the overnight. Twins money coming in, betting it down to a pick em, eight and a half and four and a half. I think people were impressed with Archer's last start that they watched on national TV last Monday. Yeah, absolutely right. And I'll tell you, Seattle's a team that struggles. Yesterday, they got shut out at home by Boston. I mean, they're 27 and 33. Uh, by the way, I think we had some people at VEASAN here plugging the Seattle Mariners. I guess they were looking to see what their draft position would be in next year's amateur draft. But um, this team just continues to scuffle in terms of offensively. They're, they're not doing much. i tell you, the Twins, I, I know they got beat yesterday by the Rays, but overall this team has done a really nice job so far. You mentioned Archer. Uh, the whip is a little bit high, 1.33, but the ERA at 3.65, very solid. You, and last two starts, 10 innings pitched, two earned runs coming against the Yankees and at Detroit. All right, let's get to our plays uh, that we have for today. Amal, you had one play? I do. Uh, Wrigley Field, you Darvish, and Steele going in this one. Uh, going first five under five here. Uh, this is minus 120. Uh, I, I think you brought up a great point. It's going to take six to beat you. You know, outside of Manny Machado being a catalyst for that offense, he did it yesterday in the late innings, gets, gets on base to get another hit, and then Haas gets a sack fly. This team doesn't generate a ton of offense if it isn't him being the catalyst for them. Should be a warm reception for you tonight in Chicago, uh, where he plied his trades for several years. I got uh, three plays in Major League Baseball today. I'm going to take the Braves at this reduced price. I mean, I don't, I don't understand the Nats money here. Maybe it's Gray's numbers, Josiah Gray, but I'll take the Braves. They're hot. They're red hot, and they go and they play another under 500 team. I'll lay 40 cents on the road. I'm also going to lay 40 cents with Alec Manoa. I think there will be runs in this game, but I think they'll be on the Blue Jays' side. That's a run line play against Bradish and the Orioles. And then I took... A run line on the Astros and Christian Javier, plus 105 at the Rangers. And you know, I want to comment on all three of these because I looked at the Braves game. It was earlier at 140, and then <laughs> you mentioned the 145, and that kind of kept me off of Atlanta there. I like your Manoa play a lot. I think this offense should be able to explode against the Orioles. But I, I tell you, I would consider if people are looking at this one, run line Blue Jays with the over. I think there's going to be some runs scored in here. Now, we know Manoa is very capable of shutting down uh, this side. And then for me in this Houston game, uh, this is another one I was looking at as well. Is this a play on Houston or more of a bet against Hearn? I think it's a bet against Hearn. Yeah, that's what I'm I think yeah. that I think Houston will score some runs tonight. They didn't score a ton of runs against uh, the Marlins, but a lot better yeah. pitching there. Um, yeah, and and I don't want to lay the price on the road here, so why not play? You get nine at bats. The other thing is with this Rangers offense, Marcus Simeon's starting to play a little bit better offensively. He's really struggled so far this year, but him and Seager. If they're not getting on base, you don't have too many other guys doing much. I want to take a look at the wild card races in both divisions of all right now and get your thoughts. Now, remember, six teams on each side this year. There was at one point going to be seven. Right. Uh, and then now they're going to have six. The three division champs and three wild cards, up one from last year, but not up two as they had previously discussed. If the season ended today, Amal, in the American <laughs> League, you have your, your division uh, winners being the Yankees, obviously, the Astros, 
and Minnesota Twins. Toronto would be the first wild card at 35 and 24. Tampa Bay right behind him, a half game back, 35 and 23. And Boston, all three wild cards would be out of the East. They are th- they are three and a half games back at Tampa Bay and four of Toronto at 32 and 20. Now, what a turnaround for them! They were about a, 10 games below 500 not that long ago. The Cleveland Guardians are only a half game out as we speak today, and as you said, less in the less in the loss column because they've had so many games rained out. Yeah. The Texas Rangers. Three games out, the Angels three and a half out, the White Sox three and a half out, Seattle four and a half out, and I'll draw the line right there. Your thoughts on, will all three wild cards come out of the Eastern Division this year? I don't believe so. I, I think you'll see more carnage when these teams start facing off, and I think the Cleveland, Indian, excuse me, the Cleveland Guardians are going to be the benefit of that, beneficiary of that. I think they're good enough. You mentioned Ramirez. I think if Judge somehow stumbles, I think Ramirez is a prime candidate to be American League MVP. This team is playing much better. Um, uh, if the pitching really performs at a level they're capable of, I think they become a tough out. Do you think the Boston is the odd team out here? Um, it feels like it, but I wouldn't discount Boston from acquiring a potential pitcher at the trade deadline so they become a viable candidate as well. To say they get a, a, a solid two starter, Yeah. right? Somebody that would yeah. be a two on most teams. Still, what rounds out their rotation? I still think they're more than one pitcher short. I would agree with you. Whitlock on the DL now. He, yeah. he, he'd been good so far. I would agree with you in terms of Boston being short on pitching, but do you, if you're Boston, are you really making a move this year? How confident are you that you could get through these talk, other teams? Talk was earlier making a move the other way. Yeah, Shipping exactly. Bogarts to get some prospects from the Cardinals. That offense, so Devers, J.D., and, and Xander, these guys can flat out That rate. game was 0-0 for seven innings, yeah. and I just kept waiting for them to explode because at any time, they can put up a four or five spot. And Devers hits the bomb. Yep, yes, he did. All right, let's turn to the National League side of things. Dodgers are in first place right now. St. Louis is in first place right now in the Mets. San Diego is your first wild card at 37 and 24. San Francisco Giants and Atlanta Braves are tied for the second wild card. San Francisco 33 and 26 percentage points ahead of Atlanta, 34 and 27. Milwaukee, if the season ended today, would be on the outside looking in. They're a half game back at 34 and 28. The Phillies, three and a half back. Diamondbacks, five and a half back. Miami, five and a half back. Much more spread out in the National League. It is, but I'll tell you where the problem is the San Francisco Giants. Mm -hmm. They were not playing particularly great, you know, for the last several weeks. Then they sweep the Dodgers this past weekend. First sweep against the Dodgers since, I think, 2016. And now you got the Royals coming in for three. You're at Pittsburgh for three. They got an opportunity to make some headway here. And then they have a four-game set in Atlanta. That could be really an, a great opportunity for them from a wild card standpoint. Uh, Walker Bueller. Yes. Yeah, I bet against weeks. him Friday. Took yeah. the 135 on Junis and the Giants. He gets shelled and goes on the DL. I think it's going to be a while before we see Walker Bueller back. Something's wrong. Well, there's no question about it. And um, it's a big blow for the Dodgers because now you're. I tell you what, the Urias was terrific outside the first inning yesterday. He hasn't been great this year, though. It's been Gonsolin. It's Gon- just Tony Gonsolin. Here's the problem with Gonsolin. I need I need you to be able to be, a, I'm not saying you've got to be Verlander, but you got to be able to take that ball. you got to be able to go 6-7. This five inning, oh, 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 got to go. Well, they're stretching him. Yeah, they did. They got him to 6 five. I'd like to see Ross Stripling, former Dodger, yeah. who they could use right now. Yeah. Another terrific outing. Um, for Listen, he's got that 12-6 curveball going. Another game, he gave up only one hit yesterday in six innings at Detroit which matched the feed he had in Kansas City his previous start, one hit in six innings. But again, six innings, throwing a one-hitter, 74 pitches, he's done. 
in a four nothing game. I mean, it's still a game. Yeah, I, I guess they figured Detroit couldn't score four runs in three games. Yeah. Um, anybody on your watch list this week as far as pitchers and big performances? Uh, Wednesday, McClanahan uh-huh. and Cortez in the Bronx. Huge game. Huge game. And by the way, these two are going to match up the following or a day week. Game? It's uh, 7 o'clock in the Bronx. Well, the Yankees should move it earlier. Nestor's great in the daytime. Yeah. Do you concur the two best pitchers in baseball both reside in Florida right now? McClanahan and Big Sandy Alcantara. I agree with you on Alcantara. I'm not going to sign off on McClanahan. Not just yet. Not yet. All right. Thanks for joining us today. Stay tuned. Up next, it's Betting Across America. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.